Welcome to Rich People's Business Podcast with host Dana Haley and Reggie Ballard, your number one source for business advice, tips, and tricks. From building multi-million dollar companies to selling out comedy clubs, they're going to teach you how to get rich and stay rich. Hi guys, Dana Haley here, Rich People's Business Podcast. Reginald Ballard, a sidekick. <laughs> it's the main attraction. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Today we're going to talk about fear. I think fear and discipline goes hand in hand. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and I think delving into this will catapult us into knocking those fears out when we when we get them. Yes. You know, because fear is yes. going to come on us. And no yeah. matter how strong we are, how brave and bold we live, uh, it still happens. It yes. happens. And so how to face these fears. And we'll talk about what types of fears there are. That's right. Fear to me are those who are afraid, but go anyway. Brave. That's that's courage. So I want to first talk about, let's break into it. Mm -hmm. Let's just jump right in. Okay. So 10 types of fear, fear, fear of failure. Mm -hmm. So have you ever had fear of failure? Yes. I mean, uh, that's what made me not, fail or not well I fail but it, it makes me keep going and and if I had the fear and it and it and it paralyzed me then I would be nobody yeah you know because when I go before I go on stage I don't care how many times a, a an um an artist go on stage you will be you will have fear but to me fear is a feeling like you feel hot you feel cold you feel mm-hmm. fear can't kill you <laughs> <laughs> makes you stronger <laughs> that's right it's a feeling that's all it is Yes. And I mean, and if you can overcome it and you get to the other side. Oh, yeah, man. You got to take seven breaths and push through yes. the other side because fear can can just paralyze a person and make you not want to leave the house, make you not want to get out the bed, make you just so afraid of that bully. You know, if you're afraid of that bully, nine times ten, that bully is more afraid of you than you are him. That's true. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah. And I don't know if it is if it's a thing when we're younger. Mm-hmm. You, we have that. Uh, we're more un- uninhibited. Yes. You know. Oh, so I, I have a favorite story with, with Reggie mm-hmm. that I love to tell. Pro- y'all will probably hear it twenty <laughs> times <laughs> through this podcast uh, over over the over the course. But I was staying with Reggie when I first moved out to L.A. and he was on the Martin Show. Oh. And <laughs> and basically they told him or his agent told him at the time that he was going to be typecast if he went back to the show. Um, so I came home one day and Reginald was like, I'm not going to be on the show. And I said, what you want to do? He was like, I want to be on the show. So I picked up the phone, called the show and he's like, what are you doing? Uh, I called, asked for the executive producer. The executive producer got on the phone and I said, hi, I'm Dana Haley. I am now representing Reginald Ballard. Are we still, um, open for negotiation for his contract? They say, yeah, the, the corporates are going to be there in an hour. Can we be there? I put on this, the, the only outfit that I thought was halfway appropriate. I was so young, the, the, the skirt yeah. was short. The outfit was not appropriate. Uh, I told Reggie on the way, do you drive? I'm going to take notes. Tell me what you do want and you don't want in the contract. We got into the room. And it was very intimidating, but I told Reginald, in the room, don't say anything. Mm. I'm the heavy, don't say anything. So Reginald is sitting there, <laughs> and I told them he wanted triple. <laughs> he wanted triple the money that they were paying him, and whether he was there for five minutes or whatever, we walked out with we more guaranteed episodes. Yeah. 
We walked out with whether he was on yeah, him or it, not. It was for the money, not the typecast. Yeah, it was because it was the money. Yeah. It was the money that was right. the issue, but the right. agent was trying to frame right. it because yeah. he wasn't because yeah. he wasn't yeah. he wasn't getting what he needed to get. Yeah, it, it worked. So we walked out, and um, yeah, I did my talking, but all while I was there, because I was I was scared and he was yeah, scared. Both of them. He we were both really scared. All yeah. I could see when I'm talking to the corporates. All I could see the network. All I could see was him twitching every time I would say something that was ridiculous. Nah, I knew, I knew you had him when they when they kept looking at your legs. I said, "Oh, you got this." <laughs> I don't care what she said. You could have said, "Psycho." You could have said, "Super catastrophic." That's not atrocious. Whatever. Whatever. Them legs and all that. I was like, "I'm in now." <laughs> <laughs> we came we came out winning. Yeah, but uh, we came out winning, but it's you know it that worked out. That fear, we you yeah. know, we we were both fearful. We yeah. were both walking into the unknown. Right. The adrenaline was pumping, but we did it. And if we would have turned the car around, I probably wouldn't have been probably wouldn't have been no such thing as bro man again, huh? No, not yeah, for that second yeah. season. And I that know. and that and that's what we talk about. The next one is that fear of loss. Yeah. You know, it was like I was scared because I didn't want him to lose it because right. he want it was something that he wanted. So you have that fear of loss too, and yes, that's yes. that's one of the second ones. But sometimes fear of loss can, you know, make you really get up on your horse because I the fear of loss for me is like when I uh, as a comic going on stage. I'm like, if I don't go on stage, we don't eat. Me and my family don't eat. That's food. You know, we lost that. You know, so it's like. Okay, that that fear it makes you go out and do. And if I didn't have fear before I go on stage, I probably wouldn't be as good as I am because I think that fear will make you have that tunnel vision that you need. So if you didn't, yeah. it's like that care. If you didn't have the fear, it's almost like you're not really caring about what you're doing. So sometimes fear could be good. I agree with that. Right. I, I always tell my mom uh, whenever she she gives me my pep talks, but I tell her I do my best work when my back is against the wall. Yes. Cause I come out swinging. I'm going to find a solution when there seems like there is not a solution, because I will not be denied. It's just how I, it's how I operate. I remember back in the day, I used to book concerts for a lot of the um, schools, the colleges in my area, in my hometown, and there was a one act that I could not get, and the college told me, "Well, if you can't get this this one act for homecoming." Then we, you know, we're not going. Mm-hmm. We're not, we don't want you back. <laughs> so uh, that paycheck was anything. Lar- was the largest thing I had ever seen. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna make this happen. I did my research on the booking agent that would not take my calls. I was calling all day, all all night. Mm-hmm. Would not get him because he'd never heard of me. I was this young young girl. Uh, so I got on an airplane, and I I researched where the, the address was, rented a car, went to the office, and that was back in the day where mm-hmm. you could just walk into the office. Yes. I went to the I went to the front desk. How where's so and so's office? They were like, oh, it's right down the hall to the left. I got on the phone that was right, which was right next to the door, and said hi. His assistant knew me by voice at this point because she just kept telling me hi, Dana. He's in a meeting. I walked in. She was she said he's on the phone. Uh, I'll have him call you back. I said that's okay. I'm right down the hall. I'll be right in. <laughs> Hung on the phone and just jetted in. And she's standing <laughs> in the hallways trying to tell him that I was coming in. And she and he was like, oh. How you doing? <laughs> and so that worked out. I got the act yeah. cheaper than um, cheaper than they were going for at yeah, the time, shit. and I was able to book other concerts through him. So sometimes pushing through yeah, that yes, fear, you have to, and just doing what you got to do, it leads to opening more doors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you meet people mm-hmm. when you live bold. You have to live bold because if you don't, see, I have a story. <laughs> story do tell that I do you know you have to have your union card your sad card in order to you know be an actor you know and the only way you get your sad card you have to get be in the movie speak lines 
And the only way to get the movie speak lines, you have to have your union card. So it's almost like a catch twenty two. So I was I was a, a stand in for uh, this actor that didn't show up. So I just I didn't know he wasn't gonna show up, but I was just standing there with a movie called I Love You to Death, River Phoenix, Kevin Klein, and Tracy Ullman, never forget. And it was in '89, and I just had to stand up in the actor's place so the camera could focus on me. And then when they get ready to shoot, they'll bring the actor in, but the actor didn't show up. So I said, you know, I'm just gonna start talking. I was scared to death, but I said the only thing they could do is tell me to shut up or go home. They can't put their hands on me. <laughs> as long as they can't put their hands on me, I can do anything. So I started talking, and uh, Lawrence Cass, and Big Cass, director of Big Chill and a lot of other movies, came over. They gave me a contract, signed the contract on, on, on the spot. That's how I got my union card. And years later, I was working on this movie called Class Act with uh, Kid Play. Mm-hmm. And me and Tommy Ford was on the show. Tommy was on the movie, too. I didn't even know Tommy at the time because wow. that was before Martin. And um, we were talking, and Tommy said, yeah, man, I was doing this movie called I Love You to Death, but I didn't show up because I was doing Harlem Nights. <laughs> I'm like, you the dude didn't show up? He the one didn't show up, and I got my car. But I was scared to death. Had so much wow. fear, but I was like, man, if I don't do this, this might not be, the chance might not happen again. Mm-hmm. And I took that chance. So sometimes you have, to, you have to push through the fear because that fear can stifle you and it can make you not accomplish the things that you want to accomplish just because you didn't jump, that you didn't take that, 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 that leap of faith. Yes, and you know what? What's kind of crazy, too, I have this story about my my cousin who's no longer with us. His name is Sarge, but Sarge always wanted to be a comedian. So he had written this letter to Bill Cosby. (laughs) And and he said, we were backstage, and I went up to him. He said, Bill, I'm your biggest fan. You know, I really want to do stand-up comedy. Here's my information. And, you know, give him his little letter. He said, I was walking away, and I saw Bill Cosby throw my letter in the trash can. <laughs> he said, so after I called him a few choice names, he said, I just, I said, forget it. Oh, wow. And Sarge, for, for, the, re- for the rest of his life, Alonzo C. Sargent, for the rest of his life, rest in peace, he, you know, he just was not trying to do much of, much of anything yeah, that was his passion. Yeah, his, yeah, passion yeah. Was, his passion was comedy. And he was yeah. funny. But, you know, sometimes things happen. And it stifles you. Yeah, and that should drive you. That should drive you even further. Yes. When somebody tell you no, that should make you like, oh yeah, I just can't wait to see them when I when I do make it. So I yeah. come back and say, see, this could have been with you could have been a part of this, but you know, <laughs> but you, you were a part otherwise. of this because that's what yeah. <laughs> even though you were a part, of it, you was on the negative side of it, you know. But I turned it into a positive, and you see, you know, what you missed out on. So yeah, that's what I love. I remember cats in my my hometown. You tell me, man, you can't be no actor, man. I'm like, okay. Shoot, I, I I was in college. I told my friends, I said, I'm going to go to Hollywood, hang with Stallone. Them, the next time you see me, I'm going to be on TV left. First move I did with Stallone. Next time they saw me, I was on the Martin Show. <laughs> That's how it worked out. See? So, you know, you put it out there and you take that that leap, man. I mean, fear, like I say, it's nothing but a feeling. You feel hot, you feel cold, you feel mm-hmm. fear. And yeah. it, it can't kill you. You change Got it. Got that from Remo Williams. <laughs> the movie, <laughs> Remo Williams. <laughs> He said, well, fear is fear. Fear is a feeling like you feel hot, you feel cold. Fear can't kill you. (laughs) That it cannot. That it cannot. And sometimes the third one, the fear of change, Hmm. can actually actually be a good thing. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. you take change and you make it work for your your betterment. Mm -hmm. I love change because I think change keeps us evolving. You know, that's kind of me saying, you know, what I was talking about in, in one of our other podcasts. 
you, I have something in the in the room, and I, I want to throw it away, mm-hmm. but it's become a part of the wall. Yes, it just sit yes. there. So it's but that change, it's sitting in the in the middle of the um and the wall is me not evolving. Right. It's right. not. It's me not. It's me not decluttering. It's me not moving forward. The things that keep us held us down sometimes um, are our our worst enemy. Yes. Yes. If you if you feel change, I mean, it's like any 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 business. You know, you take a bit. You take um, Soul Train, the business Soul Train back in the day, Don Cornelius. You know, at first they were saying, you know, he didn't want to change. You know, it's like, then he had to start changing. It's like, hey, man, you got to do this because the music is evolving. You know, Miles Davis even knew that. Miles was like, you know what? Um, I got I to gotta, I gotta regroup. Richard Price said the same thing. He said, man, you know, when he went to Africa, man, he seen a whole other perspective, you know, about not using the N-word. And so he said, dude, I got to regroup my whole... Mm-hmm. Whole thing now, you know. So sometimes when you you know you scared to change and you you don't want to stay stagnant, you know, stagnant water is is poisonous. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So you have to be able to change. I mean, fear, you know, fear can be good and it could be bad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it all depends on how you choose to use it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I love to change yeah, and and evolve. Intimacy. You know, sometimes people fear intimacy, um, being one-on-one. That's sometimes that imposter syndrome that, I, that I've spoken about before. Intimacy with one-on-one with a person in any type of capacity, but it's just engaging. Sometimes that's not comfortable for people. Oh, you say intimacy and change was like... But but no, ch- change was three. <laughs> no, change was three. Now we moved on okay, to four, fear of intimacy, which is that one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, just really, really engaging with people is really hard for some people. I think you and I, I'm more, I'm introvert, extrovert. So that can be difficult for me too, because I think that goes into one of the other, um, one of the other of the 10 is that fear of um, rejection, Mm. you know, being, being rejected. I think as an entertainer, you have to love rejection you have to love i thrive on rejection oh man i used to love when i didn't get a part and then i come back and get one even better you know yeah and and, and i'll be like yeah so you know i love it i i live on it i mean there's so many parts that i could have have had that i would have been a lot further along but i did yeah but you know i get the other ones that were for me but see, you dedicated to the process, and you're very yeah. rational about the journey. Oh yes, yes. That that's a bit. That's a really big thing. Some people have a fear of being judged. Yes. And I, that happens a lot with actors. Yes, that that you know, actors, the the majority of actors are alcoholics and shy. I fall into the shy category, but I know as a com- I know how to play it off now. I'm a good actor at playing off my shyness. I'm a good oh, actor at being a comedian. Not a mask. Yeah, I do. I do because I'm an actor acting like a comic, so I know how to do. That. I know how to act That's... like a comedian. And you know, wow. I look at I look at comics on on Def Jam. I say, you know what? So I mimic, but I, I have my own jokes, but I mimic what they do. So my, a lot of my friends, you know, I, I use profanity on stage, but a lot of my friends in high school, all of my friends in high school, never heard me use profanity before, and they laugh when they come to my show because they say, "Dude, we never heard you cuss before, man. It's funny." <laughs> <laughs> Just that alone is funny. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and and um, that's just that's just how it is. You know, a lot of them, a lot of us are, uh, like they say, alcoholics. Are they? I mean, actors are alcoholics and shy. 
I never would have, you know, yeah. thought about that. Okay. Fear of success. Do, are, do you fear success? That's a lot of people that do. A lot of people, I was just talking to my mother, and my mother is getting ready to sell a house. My mother' house is paid for. She, she has two houses in the back of the house uh, that mm-hmm. they paid for. She want to sell them and move somewhere else. She can sell the houses and get the money to buy her another house outright. Mm-hmm. But she has so many excuses not to do it because this could happen, this could happen. This, that's fear of success. You already didn't succeed. You don't have no mortgage. Some people are scared to succeed. Mm-hmm. They're scared to jump out and say, look, I'm going to make it. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's like they, they are. They, and you have, you have some, some, some actors and stuff in this, in this game scared to succeed. You know, they, they see the big pictures. They, all I got to do is go in and nail this here, and I got it. But they, mm-hmm. they they so afraid to go in there in front of the uh, Stephen J. Camels, in front of the, you know, the Spielbergs, and really show what they could do. Yes. I, I, hey, I want to give it all. <laughs> give it all to me. Give it give all it to up. me. I'll up. work for it, but just give it all give to it me. Up. Fear of the unknown. That's one of the other ones, just not knowing what's in front of you. But that's when you need to be brave the most. Fear of loneliness. Hmm. You know, I think that loneliness comes. I have I have a person that is always do this business with me. Do this business. They don't want to do it alone. Right, right, right. The, yeah. the loneliness, but I think that the loneliness goes back into the, you know the fear of not succeeding. Right. right so the, right. the fears can they can couple up on you, double up, triple up on yeah. you, and then really keep you down. That fear of rejection, which I guess goes back with being judged, mm-hmm. being judged, and then being rejected. So how is that for you? Just the the uh, the, the rejection part. That's what fuels you too. I love it. I love it. it, it it's we all gonna have fear, man. Everybody. I don't care who you are um, in this life. You're going to have fear of something, and the thing about it is how you handle that fear. Because you know, to me, you know, as far as when it comes to athletics and entertainment, you know, I believe we are the ones that have to be fearless. At the same time, you have to love rejection. And at mm-hmm. the same time, you have to love being knocked on your butt because you'd like to get back up and prove somebody that, hey, I'm still bigger than that. I'm still better than that. I could do that. You won't break you know, me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, yeah, yeah. So rejection and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 and hey, you have to embrace it. You have to, you have to embrace it. It's like, hey, that's what I got to do. It's like, man, I, I remember one time when I first started doing comedy, I bombed in front of Biggie. Biggie. I was opening up for Biggie, yo. And I went out there, man, and just this, this ate a, 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 a flat, big old flat egg. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, man, I slayed many lions before. So, you know, sometimes, you know, that, that, that bad fella gets you. Mm-hmm. And you have to just keep going. You know, Biggie was like, yo, man. But he was cool. <laughs> Biggie was cool, man. He was cool. He was probably yeah, laughing at the, at the bar. He was bro, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he's like, hey, it's all good. I know Biggie didn't want to go up to the top floor where his, where his dressing room was, so he took mine. I said, Biggie, yours upstairs. No, nah, man, I'm taking this right here. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so he might have he might have had a fear of being on the 10th floor. No, he had a fear of being tired and <laughs> getting up there and probably <laughs> stroking out or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not doing that with you. Uh, fear of 10, fear of not being good enough. Now, that's one that I think that I could really, I think anybody who's worth their salt have that type of fear. Because even though, I mean, I see myself sometime on TV, I was like, I could have did that better. 
oh man, I don't even, sometimes I don't even like looking at it because I'm like, man, could be better. So you do have a fear of that because I mean, I, mean, that, I think they fall in the category of, of being a perfectionist. You know, you, you want to mm-hmm. be so perfect and there's no such thing. No. Really, there's no such thing as being a hundred percent perfect. Cause there's always going to be something that you could have done better. You could have done differently. Yeah, I could have so, done better. So, so, so that fear shouldn't even really come into your mind, tell you the truth, because you know, um, you're going to put your, if you have in your mind to put your best foot forward, to do your best that you can do, that's all you could do. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. We recently had a, a big RFP, a proposal at Setter Marketing, my company, and we worked on this for about six months. I will just say that it is with a um, notable tennis shoe. Mm. I will not say who. <laughs> I'm bound by silence. But um, it, we went through it all. We, we gave it our all. We did everything that we, um, we could do right. to, to win it. And I believe we came in very close. And it came down to something that was very minor at the end. But I I was happy that we did it. And I felt like we won, even yeah. though they didn't choose us. I felt as though we won because we went through the process. Yes. You know, my team was disappointed. And I just felt I was happy to be done with it and know the outcome. But I was, but I t- we took that information and we used it to win other bids. Hmm. You know, and bids that I feel like would have have been That's, better for our company overall, and we were appreci- and we're appreciated by the companies that utilize our service. Like you said, in your roles, mm-hmm. you don't get certain roles, yes, but you get roles that inevitably are are that better for you overall. Right. And I think that's what it is. It's not being sad or feeling down when you don't get what you want. So you can you can erase that fear, yes. the fear of failure, because even when you do it, I know everybody says it. Oh, you know. Fear, you know, fear is when I do it, I still win. It is so true, though. Yeah, yeah. Because you learn yeah. from it. Yes, and I'm going to tell you, um, the worst thing that happened to me when, when you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you have this fear. Sometimes you go in and you, and you get rejected. I don't care about being rejected if I'm not good enough. But one time I got rejected, I did this audition, and they told my agent, we can't get him. But she, he was like, why? And... They said he's too damn good, meaning that the lead actor wasn't going to be able uh, to carry the show next with you. me on there. So that's the only time I cried. Only time I ever cried for not getting the part because how do you go from not from being too good? How can you? Where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. Being bad. So that really hurt me. But I got another part, and that other part I got got picked up, and the one that they turned me down didn't get picked up. <laughs> Shut up. They flew me to New York. We did the upfronts, man. It was called uh, I, um, it was, the show was called Crumbs with um, uh, Jane Curtin and uh, oh, I remember uh, you yeah, really Savage wanted you really and, wanted and, yeah, that uh, John Savage, Jane Curtin, my first ki- on screen kiss. <laughs> really? Saturday Night Live Conehead. Remember Jane Curtin? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my first. <laughs> that was your first on screen kiss. Screen kiss, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was interesting. Yeah, it was. She, she didn't have the cone head was. on though. Nah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, that told me I was too, and I was like, really? And that hurt. That really hurt because I because I started thinking like, okay, you know, you work this this hard to get where you want to be, and then somebody tell you you're too good. So how do you work less mm-hmm. to be bad so that you can get a part? Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? If if you know, I think yeah. again, I always say whatever energy we put out in the universe. Whatever comes to you, whatever, you cannot be denied. 
yeah. whatever is for you. So that's why I try not to get when we, I mean, there we might bid on 10 things a year. We might get one or two, but I would rather get the one or two that are for us. That's right. You know, I remember there was this one that I, and this is when I learned, there was this one bid, bid we did. We spent months on it. We mm -hmm. went up and we met with the company. We did the presentation. We saw the other companies coming out, passing. As we were leaving, the company, one company won, and I ended up making friends with the with the guy that won it. And he said, whoo, you better be glad you didn't win that one. <laughs> and, I mean, we cried over we My whole team, and I, I was that was the last one I cried for. He said, they don't want to pay. Exactly. You know, he just gave me the list yeah, of yeah. of the of the drama right. and the things that he was going through on a daily yeah. basis and the hemorrhaging to yes. his team. And so, if I if he wouldn't have shared that with me, I wouldn't have known. And it was like, okay, no lo no longer, you That's know, because it. sometimes That's everything it. that glitters is not gold. That's right. All money is not That's good right. money. That's right. Sometimes so. it's pyrite, baby. Fool's gold. <laughs> yeah, I don't want anything because that washes away. Yes, yes. I like the I like yes, the real deal. I yes. want I want what's for me and only what's for me and my team. Yeah, in general. So about. thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. No more fear. No fear, baby. But if you do have it, hey, it's how you deal with it that make you successful. Or it will stifle you if you let it. Yeah. Be brave. That's right. Be disciplined. Self disciplined. And have courage. Those who are afraid, but go anyway. In the storm, no matter what. <laughs> we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That's right, and tiktok -y. <laughs> At Rich People's Biz on TikTok. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really appreciate you. Till next time. This has been another episode of Rich People's Business Podcast. Make sure to check us out on richpeoplesbusiness.com or hit us up on social media. Until next time, my friends, stay paid.